What's the next big step if you're an insurance agency? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Medicare Marketing and Sales Podcast. We give mediocre Medicare advice to insurance agents. I'm your host, Mike Gatorna. And yeah, a lot of times when agents are looking to expand their agency, they're going to go about two paths. They're going to either go the path of adding an admin or an office manager, whatever terminology you care to use, or hire some sub-agents that will, you know, contract underneath them and they can make some override. So which way is best for you? Well, before we jump into that, I want to say that you don't have to do either. I've met a lot of agents in the field over the years who were one-person shows that did a great job on their own. They had a happy life, they had a great career, they had no headaches of working with anyone else, which sometimes can cause, and they went about and did well. So if you're thinking, I have to do one or the other, no. You could do a one-person agency and just keep on trucking. However, if you decide you want to expand, here we go. If you cannot afford to take yourself out of the field, if you need to maintain the current level of production you have right now or more, then hire an admin. Go that route. If you can afford to cut your current production down to half or more, and you have the renewals to support yourself, then you can look at adding an agent or two. And here's why. When you look to hire an agent or a sub-agent, they're going to be new or newer to the Medicare field, and they're going to require a lot of proverbial hand-holding. They will require training on product, on marketing, on sales, and they're going to turn to you with a thousand questions and want to bend your ear on a million different issues. So how long is that going to take to go from, hi, I understand you're interested in selling insurance to writing their first policy, well, whatever number you're thinking of, whether it's going to be four weeks, whether it's five weeks, whether you think it might be three weeks, I would say double it. Yeah, double it. Heck, maybe even triple it. Because that first roadblock that they hit, appointment setting, or that first appointment they go on, they don't make a sale, and they're not earning any money, it's costing them a lot of time and effort and energy to do this, they may get discouraged, and they're probably going to quit. Yeah, not everyone that sells insurance makes it. I know it's a shock, right? But I, I think last stat was over 90% of the people come in this field don't make it maybe past a year. I forget the exact number, but most people that come into this don't make it. So you have to expect that that first person you put all this time, effort, energy into and getting them up and running and contracting and trained and you know, excited to sell Medicare insurance, which of course is every childhood's dream. Well, they're going to leave. And then the next person is going to come in and be all excited and they're going to leave. And you may go through 10, maybe even 15 people before you find one that sticks around and has the, the, the encouragement, the grit, the determination, and the motivation to make a career out of selling insurance. So, can you afford to take yourself out of the field that long? Well, I don't know. That's up to your finances and your expenses. But I will say this. Dave Ramsey, whether you love him or hate him, has a great saying. He says, when it comes to business, it will take twice as long, it will cost twice as much, and everybody thinks they're the exception. And I find this true, especially in our market. The last part about adding a sub-agent is... Do you even have the production to have a GA or MGA contract with certain carriers? Maybe some of you do, maybe some of you don't. 
So that's going to limit on what your agents could be selling depending on your contract levels. Lots to consider. So if you're like, sounds like a lot of work. Well, my advice is look at the admin route. One, it's a lot easier to get an admin off the ground running because, <clears throat> excuse me, because they're not looking to sell insurance. They're looking to help you maybe clean up your CRM or maybe make some follow-up calls that don't involve sales. Just a nice, polite, touching base with the clients. Maybe they're going to do your social media marketing or your newsletter or something else. So you hire this admin and they're a lot easier because they got very specific tasks to do. And maybe just simply answering the call calls at your office when you're not there. Whatever it is, it's easier than getting or having someone start essentially their own business. So a lot, lot easier. You don't have to worry about licensing or contracting. All that stuff, if they want to go that route down the road, great. But for now, they're just there to help you. And they can be full-time. They can be part-time. They can be virtual assistant where they're paid on a uh, project basis. It's up to you. So where do you find these folks? Where do you find these admins? Well, I would say talk to your friends and family. Just put the word out there that you're looking for someone to maybe fill in a couple hours a week and you know, with potential of more work down the road and see who comes out of the woodwork. Or you can get a virtual assistant. You can go to sites like Upwork, which is up like the direction upwork.com. I have no affiliation with the site, but I will say there's tons and tons and tons of freelancers you could hire on there. So it's like Fiverr for graphic design, except for virtual assistants or other people you might have work for on a project basis. So you can go there, type in virtual assistant and look around, or just type in virtual assistant in Google and see what comes up. There's tons and tons and tons of virtual assistants out there, and that may be all you need. The other side of that is let's say you have you go from a virtual assistant to an actual assistant in the office or office manager, again, whatever terminology you use, that may help pave the path to hiring agents because maybe that office manager can now do all the contracting part. They can sit down and you know do all the administrative stuff with the new agents that you would normally be doing on your own, and that frees you up to do more uh, selling. Or it also gives you another set of eyes to think of, Hey, is this person worth messing with? Is this person worth pursuing? And that, you know, that that office manager you have can give you valuable insights. They could also give you some new ideas, taking a fresh set of eyes of looking at your processes and procedures and telling you if there's a better way. So I like the admin route first because it gives you extra help with a lot less ramp up time. And when you do decide to go, or if you decide to go adding agents, you have another person to help take your workload off. So, moral of the story, if you want to take the next step, make sure you know what it is before you take the leap. The best advice I've ever gotten on this is map it out. Don't just map out what it looks like to have that person, map out their responsibilities. So when they come to you and say, great, day one's next Monday, you're not sitting there Monday morning with them twiddling your thumbs trying to figure out what to do. You've got exactly mapped out what you expect from them. Hey, today's the first day. We're going to do this, this, this. Tomorrow, we're going to do this, this, and this. Wednesday, we're going to do this, this, this. The more organized and professional you are, the more serious that person is going to take that job or that opportunity that you're presenting with them. Because there's not, not, nothing like showing up for new opportunity and nobody knows what's going on. That doesn't really invoke a lot of confidence in that person coming to you looking to expand their career or help you out. 
Oh, it could be a very good reason why you need that person. So map it out, take a look, look at your finances and decide, okay, <clears throat> excuse me, which is a better way to go? Now you can check out medicarepodcast.net for additional resources, not necessarily in this topic, because it really is very pointed and very depends on what your situation is. But if you're looking to expand sales, some scripting, and maybe some insight, check that out. Again, makeyourpodcast.net, brought to you by Expresso Media. Otherwise, hopefully you are looking to, hopefully you're growing, and this gives you some ideas on how to take that next step or just write it out as a one-person show. So until next time, have fun, make money, and get impeccable service.